This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the final stretch here on Silver and Black today, the Tuesday edition ahead of the NFL draft. Yes, the waiting is over. Yes, get rid of the mock drafts and all the crap, the rumors. Forget about it. Coming up Thursday, the real deal happens in KC. Yes, the draft is in Kansas City at Union Station, a very beautiful building. I used to live there. A nice spot uh, where maybe the Raiders will pick their next all pro in the first round. You never know. So we'll do that again. A reminder, catch Mo on the Bleacher Report app on Thursday, Draft Night Live, starting at 5 Pacific, 8 Eastern. He'll be with you on the Bleacher Report app up until the Raiders pick. I will be on the Odyssey Live NFL 2023 draft coverage, which you can catch right on the free Odyssey app. I'll be with Baldy. Yes, Brian Baldinger and Jason LaCanfora. You can catch me right around the time the Raiders pick. So if you're listening to the show, uh, tune in around the sixth pick, if they're still at seven, that is, and I'll be right with you there to give you my instant reaction and talk with the guys about what the Raiders did in the first round. So make sure you tune into that. That starts, the show starts at four Eastern, seven uh, East, excuse me, four Pacific, seven Eastern, and the draft starts an hour later. So they, they do a pre-draft. I will be on again at pick number seven. So do that. We're closing out the show now. Myself and our producer and our correspondent, David Stepanian, joins me. Blah, 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 if I could spit out your name, David. Uh, as Mo had to leave a little bit early to do some draft coverage, he'll be back with me on Thursday morning for our special early morning YouTube and podcast for Thursday. So prepare for that as well. All right, David. So we're going to get to the grab bag. First of all, we talked about it on Monday. We finally saw the trade happen. Green Bay Packers trade Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Jets. It finally yep. happened. I'm just happy that it's over. I called it the, the, the long national nightmare, going back to some Watergate terminology there. But finally, he ends up in New York, and the Jets gave up a pretty penny. The interesting thing about all the compensation – I think too much that they gave up for Aaron Rodgers is the Jets are still a very well-equipped team and they have the ability to stay there because they have a young roster, which is the whole point for the Raiders to draft a young defense. Yeah. I think um, when you look at the, this trade, I, I, I wonder if it hurt the Jets a little bit, if uh, we kind of knew Aaron Rodgers is going to the Jets for like a month now. And I kind of wonder if that, incentivized green bay to kind of ask for a lot More. because <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah because we kind of already know that this deal is being done 
And uh, that hurt the Jets in the end because they gave quite a lot for a guy who's going to play one, maybe two years. And that's another condition I saw. What if if Rodgers plays some percentage of snaps, then the pick they get improves. a first round pick. Yeah. yeah, the pick improves. They get a first round pick next year. Uh, I, it, it's, a, it's a lot for someone Rodgers' age, and especially after missing the playoffs last year. Um, yeah, he had back-to-back MVPs in the last few years, but yeah, he, Scott, you're right. They they kind of got fleeced on this one. Yeah, and listen, I get it. I think the Jets are obviously a better team with Aaron Rodgers there, even at his advanced age, if you will. But the Jets, I, I don't think it makes – it's not like a trade that instantly makes them a Super Bowl contender. Does it make them a playoff team? Absolutely. Does it make them perhaps make a run in the playoffs? Perhaps, but I think they have some more work to be done there. So we'll have to see what they're able to do. And if this hamstrings them from doing that, then maybe you get your quarterback, but it's just not enough to get you over the hump. But but exciting for Jets fans at the very least that they get their guy. All right, we move ahead. We we, we talked about earlier in the show this idea that C.J. Stroud may move past seven. We're also hearing about teams perhaps wanting to trade up. New Orleans is now one of those that we're hearing about maybe wanting to trade up into the draft area where they could get a quarterback if Stroud were to fall, which might benefit the Raiders. They might be able to gleam a bunch of picks from it. But I don't put much stock in this. I think these are uh, teams really jockeying, thinking, and trying to see if they can get offers uh, for these spots, uh, even if C.J. Stroud's not there. If you can convince somebody that he's going to fall and then uh, uh, make a trade earlier and or at least get your value out of your pick if you want to trade down – that's what I think we're seeing here. I think we're seeing a lot of agent front office activity here. I don't really buy into this idea that he's going to fall or that a bunch of these teams are going to trade up in in a in a quarterback draft class, which is good from from one to two, two maybe three quarterbacks, but past that, not very. Yeah, it's just the nature of the beast, Scott. And it, you you kind of just hear all these rumors uh, leading up to the draft. Look, there's every year. There's always. A, a big surprise that happens early in the draft. It happens every year. And whether that may be, I think it'll be just as surprising if we see four straight QBs in the top four of the draft as it would be to see CJ Stroud fall out of the top four. Something something crazy is going to happen. I don't know if CJ Stroud drops out of the top three, but I think it. We might see a record number of trades, depending on how the top few picks of this draft goes. Really interesting. It could happen. It could happen. I think we'll see. I mean, we're coming up on a Thursday, so it'll be interesting. Okay, so mm. we're going to close out the show talking about this because the big news, and we have to talk about it here. Yes, we're not a baseball podcast. We talk about the Las Vegas Raiders football team, but the Las Vegas Raiders were once the Oakland Raiders. Of course, they were L.A. and they were Oakland again before that. But nonetheless... The Oakland A's have, in essence, and Major League Baseball, without yet approving it, kind of tacitly gave approval through their commissioner, as they have all along this process. But it appears now it's pretty much a done deal, except for where they're going to play, because the A's still need to get funding in the state of Nevada. But David, um, I'll tell you what, Mark Davis, who had a bad relationship with the A's because of the lease at the Oakland Coliseum, came out and ripped the A's, uh, and and their plan to move to Las Vegas because of what happened in Oakland. I'm not surprised by it, but again, if these two teams are going to share a city again, it really makes for just some strange bedfellows because the A's 
now coming in, listen, the ownership group in Oakland is hated by almost everybody, every A's fan, because of what they did. That Yeah, the Moneyball stuff, and they made a movie about it, was successful to a certain degree. But then when they didn't get the stadium they wanted, they started to strip the thing down, and that really hurt the fans up in Oakland. And so now they're going to move to Las Vegas, build a 35,000-seat dome stadium uh, just off the Las Vegas Strip where the Wild West Casino now sits. It's a dump. It's a truck stop where... Uh, ladies of the night service truck drivers. Trust me, that's what it is. David, you, you know I'm telling the truth here. Mm-hmm. So so they're going to clean up that area, and you're going to have an amazing sports district continue to be built in Las Vegas. David, were you surprised by Mark Davis said? What about what he said and the validity of it? No, I, I wasn't surprised at all because this goes back so long, and I live 10 minutes away from the location where they want to build this stadium. And Wild Wild West is already torn down. It's just a bunch of dirt there now, and Station mm-hmm. Casino's trying to sell that land for for a while. But, yeah, as soon as uh, the A's kind of had this interest to moving in Vegas, Rob Manfred was all for it, and why wouldn't he be? Uh, they're not drawing a lot of fans in Oakland. But I just think, yeah, the, the whole thing about Mark Davis is um, – you know, they, they want taxpayer dollars. The A's want taxpayer dollars and they want $500 million from people like me who live in Vegas and pay taxes here. Uh, this feud between Davis and the A's goes way back. And I think that this whole A's moving to Vegas thing, especially kind of without league approval, there's a lot that could be said about this. And I think at the end of the day, the city of Oakland has has most of the blame yeah. Because these teams just want to get out of here. The, the Warriors left, the A's left, and the, the Ra- or the A's haven't left yet. The Raiders left, and the A's are about to leave. So I, yeah. I think you mostly blame the city and the mayor. Yeah, and you're thinking about uh, the timeline here is the A's would be playing in that new stadium four years from now. So 2027, well, where they play in the well, interim? Well, how about this? They, they might move to Summerlin in the next two years. They might play in the Summerlin ballpark because they're averaging less than 10,000 fans in Oakland right now. Yeah, and, and they could get uh, 10 or 11 ballpark, there. They could, they could sell out every, all, every single one of those seats in Summerlin. Yeah, and I know, too, some of the plans. So if you haven't seen the Aviators ballpark in Summerlin, which is a, a nice suburb right where, near where David lives uh, in, in West Las Vegas, the western side of Las Vegas, um, you, you, it's a beautiful ballpark. It has a pool in center field you can rent out. What I've now read is that if the A's were to move there for temporarily for a couple of years, they would probably put seat, more seating out there and try to get it closer to 15,000 uh, as well, which would be about half of what they would have in the new ballpark. So a good plan. Why not? Uh, it'd be hot as heck, of course, but the Aviators play in it. So the, the A's can do that too and just uh, do very few home games when it gets really hot, or excuse me, day games when it gets really hot. Uh, but but I'm, I'm interested because you know I'm a baseball guy, David, but they estimate almost half of the fans that will come see the A's in Las Vegas will be from will be tourists, which I don't know that I buy. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I buy that no, for baseball. No, that's I, I, that's absolutely not true. But you wouldn't be able to tell because everyone I know here, I already have a favorite baseball team. Yeah. I mean, you already. They're going to go see their we, favorite team. Nobody and and there's pretty there's no A's fans. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. There's no A's fans here. I'm going to go whenever they play the Yankees. If you lived here, I'm sure you would go see them every once in a while to see because they don't play the Padres. But I'm not. I'm not an A's fan. And, no, a lot of people who live here, they're they're not going to switch teams for the A's. What's what's but, interesting, and I, I I know we're getting into baseball talk. 
Yeah, yeah. But what is that there, there's the idea of radical realignment in, the, in Major League Baseball. I don't know if you've seen that, David, where they would get, a, they would get rid of American and National Leagues and align teams geographically. So you could be looking, if you, if you haven't seen that, go look it up. And, and to the listeners out there, too, if you're baseball fans, go look it up, where you would have a division that would have Oakland, San Francisco, San Diego, the two Los Angeles teams, and Seattle. That would be one division in baseball. Or they split it up, I think, maybe into a Pacific division. So very interesting. So the, the, the Padres, the A's, the Dodgers. Can you imagine? Now, that I could believe. If you have the Padres, where they're going right now, people are on the bandwagon. You have the Dodgers and the Angels and the Giants all playing in Vegas three, maybe four times a year. Yeah, I could see that being a big draw because Vegas is full of Dodger fans, as you know, anyway. ton of Dodger fans. So... Yeah, I think um, it's it's mostly Dodger fans here. I mean, let's be blunt about it. And that's not going to change if the A's no. come here. There were a lot of Raiders fans here already. Uh, yes, so there that, were. That, that worked out a little differently. And if as a season ticket holder, 99%, 90, the, the, the visiting crowd issue isn't a big deal for most of the home games. There's just certain yeah. teams that Some travel games. well. Right. There's just certain teams that travel well. The thing about baseball, though, is... Um, like I said, you grow up watching the sport and you grow up having a favorite team and right. not many people chose the A's as their favorite team <laughs> here in Vegas, especially, you know, yeah, there's more Dodgers fans than Padres fans for sure. And, I, I, and, I, and the writing's been on the wall for several years, but, but I do feel bad again for the Oakland fans. They lost their football team, their basketball team moved across uh, the Bay to San Francisco and now their baseball team is going to leave uh, it's tough. And so for, for our Bay Area listeners, I'm sorry for that. It's, it's, it's bad news. I know it's good for Las Vegas, who in the last three years, if you think about it, the La Las Vegas, um, five years, NHL, then it gets the NFL, then it's got WNBA, then it's got, um, now it's going to get Major League Baseball, it's got F1, it's got the Final Four, it's got the Super Bowl. It just goes on and on. What's happened in Las Vegas from a sports perspective is unbelievable. And you MLS have to MLS, yes. You have yeah, to credit. You have to credit, uh, really, the Raiders. The Raiders that domino fell, and it was the biggest one because the NFL is the biggest one. So it'll be interesting. Okay, David. Now we're not going to talk to you before Thursday. Give me your best guess, your pick. What do the Raiders do in that first round? Do they get a guy at seven, whether it's Devin Witherspoon, whether it's somebody else, or do you think they're going to trade down? Yeah, I think it's not the sexy answer, Scott, but yeah. um, I think I think they I think they stick to number seven. I think Witherspoon goes with the Lions. I think uh, Vegas ends up with Christian Gonzalez, and I think he's a great pick. I think a lot of fans should be happy about Christian Gonzalez if he ends up with the Raiders. I wouldn't be upset at all about that. No, uh, I think that's fine. Yeah, I think as long as they don't reach for somebody and they get the pick, they should get at that point. And I tend to agree with you. I think at seven. They're going to take one of the cornerbacks uh, unless somebody just gives them so much to move down. But again, I just caution, if the Raiders trade down, they can't trade into the mid-20s. They can trade down into the 10, 11, 12, 13 maybe. But remember, New England needs a lot of defense. If they go past New England, uh, whoever's there, they're going to grab too. So you got to be careful with it. So it'll be fun to watch. But we appreciate you sitting in for Mo. Uh, I'm happy to do this, Scott. Especially, we got a couple guys. Look, we talked baseball on a football podcast. <laughs> we did. Here. 
Yes, scary I, hockey gear. So, Both I'm wearing. Really happy we not, were able to do this. Not planned. For those of you watching on YouTube, you know what David's talking about. But not planned. But we both are wearing our our Vegas Golden Knights gear tonight. Yeah. So show it's one of those deals. Playoffs, and I'll be at Game Five on Thursday night too. After watching some pre some draft coverage, I'll be heading into T-Mobile for Game Five. So go Knights, go. go! It'll be a good sports night for you, David. Thanks, my friend. Thanks, Scott. All right, there you go. There you have it. Again, thank you guys for being with us. We want to thank Matt Holder of Bleacher Report for being us for being with us. Excuse me, and uh, for giving us some insight into the draft on Thursday. Reminder: Our next show will drop Thursday morning. Our little pre-draft. It'll also be available at U- on YouTube at 8 a.m. Pacific as we try to get ahead. Because you're not going to watch us when the draft's on. You're going to listen to us. Mo will be on the Bleacher Report app at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. I will be on with Baldy and Jason LaConfora on the Odyssey app or on the Odyssey Sports YouTube page right when the Raiders pick. So you can listen to my reaction to the pick there as well. So make sure you tune in to that. For our producer, David Stepanian, I am Scott Cobranson. We will talk to you guys on Thursday. Take care, Raider Nation.